You know what time it is. Beef o'clock. Half past beef. A quarter to beef. Clones, check it out. Not all beef jerky is the same. Old Trappers, original, old-fashioned teriyaki, hot and spicy and peppered all come in four-ounce bags. That way you can sample different flavors and find out which one you like best. Ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares Old Trapper. What is your beef? Understand the opportunity here. We only do it once a week for one segment, and it's not the entire year. It's only in season, beef season. This is an opportunity Take advantage of it. Beef about anything you want. Hit me on the phones. Hit me on the X. Hit me on email. Beef. Do it. Just don't beef about the JN and don't beef about what goes on in your bathroom. I don't care about either one of those things. All right, let's go to the phones first. I will get to your written beefs. We start with the phone beefs. Harrisburg, Jason, you are first up this week. Jason, what's your beef? Hey, what's up, Rome? My beef is with Willy Wonka and his Oompa Loompas. They told us they were taking Violet back to the de-juicing room. But when I turned on my TV the other day, there was Violet, all grown up and still unjuiced, dancing around and shaking it all over that Jardians commercial. Alvin, you're not helping them, you're hurting them. And you should not be playing that song to back up that guy's violation of our moratorium. I'm not playing clones. Alvin, I'm not playing clones. There's a ban on that topic. Next, let's go to San Antonio. Ed in SA has become something of a staple during this segment. Ed, what is your beef? Hey, Jim. Yeah, my beef is Cocoon 2. The Golden Bachelor. I want to watch Thursday Night Football tonight. Girlfriend wants to watch this show, which the guy is... Have you seen his act? He cries more than a Michigan assistant coach. Well, tonight, instead of getting bone-in Wagyu... He's got to settle for a little dry age. Ladies, cut. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. So far, so horrible. Oh, for two. I mean, the call started off fine with the cocoon two reference. I thought that was kind of funny. I pride myself on, and, and this is no joke. I have never seen a single episode of any reality show like that none of the contests i've never seen one not on our network not on the opposing networks i've never watched it i'm just not about that genre so i'm not going to go in i'm not going to go in on something i don't know i just know that that can't end the way that call ended i mean come on dude if you're laughing like a third grader you know it's not good for the program you should have just walked off on Cocoon 2. Beavis. Beavis in San Antonio. Hey, morons. Hey, James Kelly, you see? You actually set the tone the segment before. You're a I'm moron. not saying that they wouldn't do what they're already doing, but you didn't help either. You are despicable. It's me against the world. Me and Pharrell. You are despicable. You are Loser. a fat ass. Your takes, man. Do better. Do better. Chalk, can they do better on the phones or do I have to move already to the written beefs? 
Let's try Ty in Boise. Good to have you, I hope, Ty. What's your beef? Hey, Romy. This is my beef. You know what that sound is? That's the sound of somebody smacking their food like a bleeping animal. And if that's not enough of a main entree for you, here's dessert. That's the sound of somebody licking their fingers. Do better, you buttholes. I mean, that wasn't great, butthole, but it certainly butthole, was better than the first two. Butthole, butthole. Trying to reset this. Hey, why don't we reset this? Hey, you know what this is? The beef segment. This is great. What an opportunity. We only do it once a week, only in season. So take advantage of it. Come up in here. Hit me with your beef. Anything you want except the JN and the bathroom. It's not too much to ask. Let's go to Dom in Erie. Good to have you, Dom. What's your beef? Hey, Jim. Since Thanksgiving is around the corner, my beef is with one Charles M. Schultz. Why couldn't he confirm or deny if Marcy and Peppermint Patty are bumping clams or holding... I mean, what the hell is going on around here? How badly did that guy just deke you guys? Who screened that call? Who screened that call? Savage? Or Chuck, are you going to jump on a grenade for him? One of you guys got deked badly. Badly. Dominary's like, hey, uh, I got a beef with Rick and Buffalo. And the second he went to Charles M. Scholes, I knew that was not going to work. The thing about the written beefs, I know what they are. I know what's coming. I can see them. So it's a safe play. If I don't like it, I don't read it. The thing about you morons on the phones, I don't know what's coming. If you can't play along, look, I'm not asking for nice radio. I'm asking for responsible radio. And you can be aggressive. You can talk junk. You can get on that line. You can step over that line. But you can't run across it and just keep sprinting. You know this. Come on. Last chance on the phones. One more moron is going to ruin it for the rest of you. Chalk, do you trust this person? Because if this guy gets run again, I've got like a four-run rule. If four callers in a row in the beef segment get run, we shut them down for the rest of the segment. Uh, Let's not get into that. All right, let's go to Long Beach. Mike in Long Beach. Some pressure on you now, Mike. What's up? What's your beef? First time, long time, man. Thanks for all the great radio. Hey, my beef is with the vegetables and the fruit in the grocery store, dude. Why is there stickers all over my apples? Lady, you don't know what an apple is? Why is there stickers on bananas? Why? Why are they on cucumbers? Why are they on anything? I don't understand. I'm just trying to eat healthy here. And I go to the store, and there's stickers all over my damn food. I don't know, man. I don't know what to do. Help me, Rome. Help me. Nice job, Mike. Good job, dude. I put a smile on my face. Was that so hard? Was that so hard, buttholes? That's good. He's right. Why are there stickers? Why do I need to know? I mean, I know you want to brand it, but I guess, I guess honestly, Mike, I agree with you. It's kind of a pain in the ass. I don't like them on avocados either, for the record. But if every single can that we buy is branded and they want you to know what you're buying, I guess we have to know the banana is a Chiquita. I don't know. You're right. It is kind of a bum out, though, trying to get the sticker off the food and inevitably having to eat the sticker. 
Like, I mean, that it's like after the first three or four calls, that was like the best beef ever. That's how low the bar is. Long Beach salvaged that segment thus far. So I'm going to play the hot hand. Let me tell you about Long Beach. Long Beach saved that segment. Dodger Jano flew out of Long Beach this morning, her hometown. Dodger Jano is taking a weekend to go to somebody's wedding out of Long Beach. And she had a great experience there. So Long Beach is keeping us in the game today. Let's go back there. Vince in the LBC. Vince, what's your beef? Good morning, Jim. I'm going to slow it down a little bit because I got a real beef, nothing about fruit. Jim, sports is getting so crazy pricing people out. I'm going to tell you two quick stories. One you're going to love because we love horse racing. Opening day on the Rams' bills, my son was driving. We pull into the SoFi. The lady says $200 to park a car. To a 20-year-old guy, he understood. He says, Dad, this is the last game I'll ever come to. I ain't paying $200 to park my car. I went to the Breeders' Cup last Saturday, $80 to park my car, Jimmy. Sports, somehow or another, is self-imploding. I work with a lot of older Yugoslavian and Italian people from San Pedro. I tell them, you go to a game anymore? Nobody's going to pay that kind of money, Jim. This is a serious situation we have with people going to sporting events. We're All not right, so let, let me really... jump in, Vince. I don't want you to get hammered. That, that's, that's the longest beef ever. I forgot to remind you that the beef segment is about brevity. Get in, get out, get in, get out. Like That would have been a good phone call, Vince, for the show. For the actual show, because what you say actually is true. Fans are getting priced out. You know what you should do, Vince? You should go to Vegas and try to attend that F1 event this weekend. That's cheaper. No, it's not. I feel you, dude. I feel you. I'm not even saying you're wrong. I'm just saying for this segment, we're trying to go bam, bam, bam. Get in, get out, get in, get out. Give me your beef. Hit your beef. Keep moving. It's supposed to be kind of a rapid fire thing. I cannot believe how bogged down we are with the phones. But I'm not going to give up on you. Let's keep trying. Back to the phones. Iowa, Josh. Hey, Josh, what's your beef? My beef is with all of the gold dang cyclists on the road. Get off the road. There's a perfectly good sidewalk or there's a perfectly good freaking bike trail right next to you. So please get off the road. Bye. All right. See, that was brevity. That was tight. I like the way the guy said, get off the road. There's a perfectly good sidewalk for you. I don't know about where you live. I don't know about where you live, but where I live, it's a major, major cycling community. There's so many people cycling, and I'm fine with that. I have no problem sharing the road. But let's share the road. Stay in the bike lane. But I'm not saying get on the sidewalk. If you put the cyclists on the sidewalk, where do the peds go? Where do the peds go? They get run over by the cyclists. Where do they go? They run for cover. 1-800-636-8686. Hey, Chuck, look at the name of this person that you're suggesting that I go to. Are you still suggesting that I go there? Like, the beef seems legitimate, but the name does not. If you were me, 
would you do so? Because inevitably, the buck will stop with me. Like, I may need a fall guy. If I get called on this, Chuck, who's the fall guy going to be? Not you, because I need you. It's going to be Savage. Hey, Jack, no offense. I mean, I got Jack Dorsey back there. If if I it comes down on me, I'm going to need a fall guy. And that fall guy, it's not going to be Alvin, even though Alvin just comes to work whenever he wants. It's not going to be Chalk, because Chalk's too important. Savage, it's you. So I ask you again, Chalk, should I go to line four? All right. Chalk is willing to bet Savage's job on this call. Let's go to line four. Jardy. Jardy in North Carolina. Jardy. Jardy, what's your beef? What's up, Jim? This is Jardy in NC. Uh, my beef's with... Uh... You're safe, Savage. Jardy, I know who you are. So whatever he was going to do, we don't know if he was going to do what we thought he was going to do, but he did the one thing you can't do. Reset who you are. One of the only rules of the show. When I say who you are and where you're calling from, do not reset who you are and where you're calling from. I just said it. We all heard it. You're wasting my time. You're wasting everybody's time. Case in point, Jardy in North Carolina. Hey, Jardy in North Carolina. What's your beef? Hey, Rome, it's Jardy in North Carolina. Ah, We know, Jardy. I just said so. Yo, bro, I, I mean, I think that I said it in the setup. I gave you enough runway to make it very clear who you were. Wow, this beef segment via the phones is probably the worst ever. Yet for some reason, I won't give up on it. For some reason, I keep thinking we're going to turn the corner. 1-800-636-8686. Why don't we try Redding? Michael and Redding. Good to have you, Michael. What is your hey, beef? Jim. My beef is with the city of Oakland losing another professional sports team in less than a decade and Major League Baseball for letting John Fisher run that team into the ground, man. Travesty. I feel you. You should be used to it by now, though, right? I'm not saying that makes it right, but you should be used to it by now, right? I hear you. I hear you. Hey, why not go to Vegas? Vegas is amazing. Not because I was there last weekend, but because professional sports was never going to see the light of day. Now, what professional sport isn't in Vegas? You fly in and what do you see? First thing you see is Allegiant Stadium. T-Mobile Arena. F1 running down the strip. Baseball in about 30 seconds. I mean, it was so taboo. And then it all changed. Yeah, that's the amazing thing about Vegas. Everything changes. Everything changes. It used to be that when I went three times a year or I went once a quarter, I was always amazed by like, God, I can't believe how different this town looks from even last quarter. And then I went eight years without going. And everything changed. Football, hockey, F1, baseball. Let's go to Claremont Lane. Good to have you, Lane. What's your beef? What's up, Jim? I got a beef with that tool and his take on bicyclists. Hey, dumbass, streets are for everybody. However you want to move around, whether you want to be on a scooter, bicycle, car, whatever, they're for people. And you can put us on the sidewalks when you knock people over, just like Jim said. So why don't you get out of your big old SUV and get on a bike every once in a while, fat ass? Got a boy, Lane. 
My man, that's a good beef. You know why? That, that's how you do it. Fat for two ass. reasons. One, that's how you do it. Great beef, great energy, good brevity. Number two, that was a reaction to another beef. That was a beef clapback, a beef takedown. Claremont showing up. That pumped me up. I once again have faith in beef callers. Good job, Lane. Really well done. Let's go to Michigan. Steven. Hey, Steven, what's up? What's your beef? My beef's with meteorology. What's the difference between partly sunny and mostly cloudy? And when there's a 10% chance of rain and it rains, why are they right? Uh, Honestly, Steven, I can't respond because Siri was yapping at me. My beef is with my phone just going off whenever it feels like it. Like, what is that? I didn't say the two magic words. It just went off. You know what it was, too? It went off when he said, I don't even want to say the word for fear it'll happen again. Meteorology. Nope. I don't know what that was. That was weird. Anyway, dude, sorry. I didn't hear your beef, but it was short, so it must have been good. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to C-Town. Been a tough week there. Should go there. Reggie in Cleveland. Reggie, what's your beef? Romy, my beef is with all the delusional Steeler fans that actually think that old-ass Kenny Tebow Pickett is actually going to take the Steelers to the Super Bowl. Absolutely not. That dude's trash. He's about to be 26, and he's Tebow all over. Get a clue, Steeler fans. Thanks. All right, Reggie. You have to ask Reggie. You'd have to ask Reggie. Let's get some written beefs in here. Tommy, this says, my beef. The tool who converts their whip into Santa's sleigh for the holidays. There's nothing like flipping Prancer the bird for going 50 in the fast lane. Vince in Fresno. One for three, C1. My beef is why didn't Ken in SA get a golden ticket for his epic Jardians beef last week? Hey, Carl, how about a block? Would you have a beef with that? Would you have a beef with me giving you a block for life? Because the next time you do that, you get one. Hey, Jim. I got a beef with the city of Oakland. How the hell can you lose three sports teams with ten titles for the city in a matter of five years? You know how many cities are begging for one title? And the city government single-handedly watches as three distinguished franchises pick up and get the hell out of Dodge. It's a disgrace. And don't blame the fan base. When there was a watchable product, the fans showed up. Even in the cesspool that was that stadium. Should have built a freaking stadium. Or three, Andy. Popular take. Popular beef. I feel you. The great Blue Dini. My beef is that the beef segment is weekly and not once daily. It would be really swell if you managed that. Blue Dini, I'll say it again. You can beef whenever you want. You don't need to wait for an invitation. Call the show. Just turn the beef into a take. It's all how you frame it. Why wait until Thursday? If you have a beef, turn it into a take. And then give me the take. You can do it whenever you want. And if enough of you do it, then all of a sudden you have an impromptu mini beef segment. We just turn it into a take segment. How about that? That's what we should do. Branded, hey, the take segment. I want your take. It can be on anything you want. Oh, I know. That's what I've done every day for 30 years. Rome, my beef is with my best friend being mad at me for wrestling with his sister. Oh, here we go. 
How has this not come up more often? My beef is with my best friend being mad and me for wrestling with his sister. Come on, dog. You're killing the vibes. I know I told you I would never do that, but look at the bright side. If things work out, we'll actually become brothers. Don't be so butter, brah. Will in Richmond. Here's the thing, Will. You can beef about anything you want except the bathroom and the JN, but you can't just make stuff up. I don't want that either. I mean, it was pretty funny, but don't make it up. Bruh. Jimmo's. My beef is with those stupid cartoon bears in the Charmin commercial, always wiping their faces with toilet paper to prove how soft it is. Hey, stupid cartoon bears, try wiping your asses with it instead of your faces. That's what it's for. Do better, Charmin. Hey, Brenton PC, what do you not understand about no bathroom smack? But then again, I can see where you might be the guy that would not understand that, Brent. Hey, Jim, my beef is with the high-beam flasher guy who drives right up my backside at 200 miles per hour. Yeah, I see you, and no, I'm not moving over. It's not my fault you're late to work. Wake up earlier, you D-bag. Sammy in H-Town. I've heard that one before. You know what? Weird, weird morning. I was coming in this morning, and I come in every time or every day at the same time, and I come in early enough that there aren't weird things going on on the freeway. You know, there's always that one D-bag who's that D-bag that guy's talking about. But this morning, for whatever reason, and I was only half awake, there were about 20 of those D-bags, and I felt like I was like like at a shooting range. I'm like looking around like, whoa, if I make one bad decision, I'm going to be up on the side of the road. Why they all, where do they all come from today? So I understand exactly what you're talking about, but it's not one. Today, like, the whole freeway was like that. Yet, here I am. Hey, Jim. Good show, dude. My beef is with Jim Harbaugh. Michigan finally has a legitimate shot at a natty. And here they are, stealing signs from the rest of the super crappy Big Ten. Did you really need to pre-scout Michigan State and old spanky? Old spanky. Mel Tucker to beat them by 40. Court in Michigan. 40. I'm not going to read your war, dude. The thing is, Court, your point about I got a beef with Harbaugh because we're finally in position to win a natty. Did you really need to cheat to scout old Spanky? I could flip that on its head and say, The reason you're in position to win a natty is you started cheating a couple of years ago, allegedly. But fair point about, quote, old spanky in Michigan State. DB the Rocky guy, my beef is with Michigan man. You're not a victim here. It's not U of M versus the world. Shut up already, tool. My best advice to you. Shut up. Hey, Snags, my beef is with the SoCal News folks reporting in the one half inch of rain that we received yesterday and declaring Stormwatch 2023. Put down the Super Doppler 9000. Give it a rest. War Eagle, Clubber, and HB. 
Jimmy Jam. My beef is with myself and not being reluctant enough to not see pictures of the hood shirtless. Good Lord. You could do Shakespeare on that balcony. <laughs> Unworn men with D cups. Patrick in Alabama. That's a great line. Even Bill himself, Shakespeare, I mean, not Belichick, would appreciate that line. At Gonsol 98242 writes, I have a beef with all the D1 conferences across the country that don't see the value in beavers and cougars. I wouldn't pass them up if my life depended on it. Signed, Zach W. and NY. It's pretty well done. Hey, Jim, it's my beef out there too, guys. is with the clones not observing the Jardians moratorium. It has caused me to develop a new strain, <laughs> a new strain of jungle Tourette's. Every time I see any of these pharmaceutical commercials on TV, all I can hear in my head is that stupid Jardians jingle. And if I close my eyes, I see a certain individual dancing in the middle of the damn streets. For the love of God, make it stop. No, Alvin, Alvin. It's almost like the only way I can put an end to this is to clear out the entire audience and my crew. For the love of God. You know, the thing that I spent 30 years developing. Just hit reboot on the whole thing. Never mind my personal reinvention. I have to reinvent the entire audience and the show and the crew. Like, put a big tent over it like we have termites. Because actually, we do. We have termites and vermin and rats. The show is infested. I need to put a giant tent over the whole show and blast it with insecticide. And kill everything. It's the only way to fix it. Jimmy. I'm beefing with the guy who doesn't like stickers on his fruit. Hey, Long Beach. If you've ever used your hands for anything in your life, you know that you can just peel them off after you pay for them. You won't chip a nail scooter. Don't worry. Tristan in Maine. Why don't we see if we can end on a call? Let's see if we can end better than we started. Let's try Milwaukee. Douglas. Douglas, what's your beef? Jim, thanks for the vine. Hey, I appreciate the opportunity to be a part of the program. Jim, my beef is with the English language. Why the hell has it got to be so hard for Big Head to understand? With that, I'm out late. I've asked myself that question every single day to the point where I finally have come around to accepting it. It just is. It just is. Some things, look, some things are hard for all of us. The English language is very challenging for the big head. He's functionally illiterate, but he is a savant when it comes to picking games. So I tend to overlook his flaws and I try to accentuate the positive. I'm not done. I'm not done. We're still going. Should we walk off on that or this? Let's not walk off on that one. That was not really original. Chris in San Antonio. Hey, Chris, what's your beef? What's going on, Jim? Long time, first time. My beef is with these fake doctors on pain medicine commercials. 
How about this guy said, as a doctor, I can tell you the most common reason people go to the hospital is for pain. Well, I'm pretty sure Jim could have told you that, and Nate's back taken told you that. Even the bartender, I'm out. I've always wondered about those guys, too. They're those actors, er, doctors. Yeah, I'm a doctor, and I recommend this. How do I know you're a doctor? That fake diploma on the wall? You look like an actor. You don't look like a doctor. And a bad actor at that point. I mean, I can throw on a white lab coat and stitch my name in, Dr. Rome, and go on TV and say, hey. I can throw a stethoscope around my neck, put on a white lab coat, stitch in Dr. Van Smack, and say, yeah, I'm a doctor. And then I can just find some actress, drop her into a nurse costume. I'm like, hey, I'm a doctor. Buy this. Buy this product. I know. I've been a doctor 30 years. Yeah, that or 30 seconds or never. It's not bad. One more? Let's go to Oxnard, Terrence. In Oxnard, Terrence, what's your beef? Yeah, Jimmy, love the show. Uh, My beef is with the 10 freaking freeway right now. And Karen Bass and all that BS going on, bro. The bottom line, how do you let all that stuff get stored under the freaking 10 freeway? I'm a driver, man. I'm, I live in Oxnard, dude, but I go to freaking Vint- uh, L.A. all the freaking time. Are you freaking kidding me? The 5, the 60, the freaking 10. Are you out of You got to get on the 10. You got to get on the 110 just to get back on the 101. <laughs> dude, I start at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I still have problems getting through the freaking five, dude. I'm not even going on the five. They got to forget about it, bro. That's my, that's a real freaking beat. Try that out. Eat that crap up. (laughs) My man, I'm walking off on that, T. Terrence Knox, Nard Rackham. That was a real freaking beef. I don't need to try that crap out, dude. I felt it. Dude, I grew up in Southern California. I know exactly what you're saying. You, on the other hand, I mean, he makes his living on the highway. He drives. The 10 is a pretty important freeway. Most of them around here are. We're not set up. We're not set up the way other communities are. You can't side street your way as a driver. You're not side streeting unless you have a helicopter. You have no shot. You have no shot. Major freeways like that cannot just catch fire and shut down. Indefinitely. You cannot side street your way through Los Angeles. Good job, Terrence. Wow, that was wild. 31 minutes is a record. I would say that was awesome, but it wasn't. That was a train wreck. There were some highs. There were some lows. There was a little bit of everything. 31 minutes for the beef segment. All right. We actually, I can't go to a sports update. I need a break. Then I need a short segment. Then I need a sports update. Out. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. See what happens when I turn the show over to you? Generally nothing good. More of me and less of you is good for the show. More of me and less of you is good for the show. Holy crap, look at the clock. 10.37, and that's not even to the end of this break yet. That's incredible. The clock. clock. Really quickly. 
Hey, Jim, this begins and ends with a hoodie. He has shown that he is no longer equipped to run the Patriots, let alone coach in the NFL. Bring me Gerard Mayo or Steve Belichick or the first person they pull out of the stands at the next home game. Nobody can do a worse job of running the Patriots than Billy Boy this year. Tristan in Maine. Listen to what you just said. This guy was the GOAT five minutes ago, and now you're saying pull the first person you can out of the stands. Hate is the new dopamine. Let the face liquor coach the team. I don't agree with that take that the guy can no longer coach. I think he can coach, but I would not let him pick another player. I would not let him build the roster. I would not give him that kind of authority or autonomy. I would still hire him, even at that age. But I would not let him control everything the way they have with the Patriots. But if I were another team and I had a coaching opening, absolutely I would let him coach my team. But I'd make sure that he had a GM that he listened to or at least was on the same page with. You can't give this guy total power. You can't let this guy pick players. Find me one really good skilled player that he has right now that he picked. Oh, wait. I'm done waiting. Let's get you to a sports update. Here's the very latest, and here is Rich Ackerman. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. So right back at it. I'm not going to promote the phone number or tell you to find me on X or email me. Just take a break, man. Take, take a segment off or two. Vincent Goodwill, top of the hour. So let me talk to you about Detroit. Detroit, I don't need to ask you how you're living. I already know. I don't have to ask Detroit Lion fan how you're all living because I know you're living pretty damn well. Sitting pretty, 7-2. and two. First in the division, second in the conference, and looking every bit the part still is a legitimate contender. The vibes could not be any higher or any better coming out of the D. And it's been a long, long time since I could say that with any kind of authority. Seriously, I don't even remember the last time I could say, yo, yo, it's no longer... How you living? I know how you're living. The living is pretty damn good right now for every single last Lion fan. That is, if you take Dan Campbell's advice. And why would you not listen to him? He's the biggest reason why you're living so well right now. If you don't take his advice and you're watching a Lions game or you're attending a Lions game, let's just say things might get pretty messy. This is what Dan Campbell said on Detroit's 97-1, the ticket, about having the cojones to be aggressive on fourth down. Here's what I would say for, because I tell my family this, just wear a diaper before some of these games. And I'll give them an alert and say, put them on and be ready to roll. I mean, he's telling it to his family. So you know how serious he is about that. You heard the man. You heard the cannibal. He's essentially promising. He's all but guaranteeing that his play calling will make fans crap themselves. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's saying, right? Buckle up, sack up, and strap on your adult diaper, or else you'll regret it. I mean, pretty sound advice, too. He's not just saying it for effect. Pretty sound advice for a dude that did decide to hand off. Hand off and run the ball on fourth and five last Sunday. I'm pretty sure Lion fan that saw that, probably did take a big dump in their pants. You have a big dump in your pants. Thing is, 
it worked. Not the diaper. Well, the diaper, I'm sure, did work. But they converted it. Just like they converted the fourth down at the end of that game to finish off the Chargers. I hope the Lion fan was wearing their diaper for that game, too. Because you will soil yourself. But you'll do so in the name of successful fourth down conversions. Is it worth rocking a diaper? Absolutely. As long as they're converting on fourth and five, as long as they're converting on fourth, late and winning games. It's really just another reminder the Lions games are not for the faint of heart. And apparently they're not for weak bowels either. Lion fan, if you're going to the game this weekend against the Bears, even the Bears, make sure you have your checklist of everything you need. I mean, don't you do this anyway before you leave the house? Before you go to the game, before you go to Ford Field, don't you go down that mental checklist or even a physical one. Keys, check. Wallet, check. Phone, check. Jacket, check. Tickets, check. Adult diaper, check. If Dan Cannibal is going to go full Dan Cannibal, maybe bring two adult diapers just in case. Hey, you know what? Screw it. Bring four adult diapers, one for each quarter. Trust me, you do not want to be that dude who only brings one diaper. You waste it on a fourth down call on the opening drive, and then you have to sit the rest of the game with a giant dump in your pants. Be prepared, Lion fan. Think ahead, Lion fan. This is where you're at right now. Long gone are the days of the bag over the head. Now it's the diaper over the ass. No more paper bags over your head. It's 2023. Detroit fan is trading in the paper bag for the adult diaper. Great times to be a Lion fan. Just don't forget your diaper. In fact, don't forget all of them. Not to go all unsettling, but you might want to run to Costco and make sure that people are not hoarding their TP in the anti-back. Remember back then? Let's not overreact. I wonder if adult diapers are going to fly off the shelves now like toilet paper did during the pandemic. Remember that? Because that was not an overreaction, America. I'm guilty of it myself. I was running to eBay to buy toilet paper. I was running to eBay to buy thermometers. Not at all unsettling to run to Costco and see people hoarding TP and anti-back. By the way, if you got stuck with a garage full of either one of those things, that's on you. Anyway, never mind Ford Field. I know the auto industry is a huge deal in Detroit. I know this. Lifeblood of America. Couldn't respect it anymore. However, Ford Field, I think they should change the naming rights to Depends Field. Wear a diaper. You know, like you can Depends on the Lions. Have Jared Goff, Amon Ra, Aiden Hutchinson, and Jameer Gibbs model some adult diapers for social. How awesome would that be? I'm seeing your vision, Diaper Dan. Officially licensed adult diapers in lion colors. There's no turds here. Pass them out. There's no turds here. They're all in the diapers. Pass them out at the stadium. (laughs) Dispensers of them in the bathrooms. Are you ready for the hype? Don't forget the dipe. You can't be a true Lions fan 
if you don't slip on the dipes, man. You're welcome, Detroit. You're welcome. I see you working, coach. Not only are you building a culture, you're building a business, an adult diaper business. And not because the fans are growing old and need adult diapers, but because the brand of football is so dumping your pants-ish in a good way. You have a big dump in your pants. Holy crap. He just ran the ball in fourth and five. And they can, oh, but they converted. But I was prepared. This guy said, I tell my own family members, man, bring a diaper. Bring a diaper to the games, man. It's going to get messy. We're going to do things you don't expect. <laughs> he, just, he effectively just said it. You're going to crap yourself when you see what we do. You're going to lose all control of your bodily functions when you see what we do. When we come back. Vincent Goodwill, <laughs> NBA writer for Yahoo Sports, joins us. And then I'll let you clones back in after you've sat out there in the corner for a while. Stay tuned. Third hour straight ahead. <laughs> 